This show is brought to you by the North Face. Now, the North Face have been my sponsors for the last eight or nine years, and I'm really proud to be involved with this fantastic outdoor brand. Now, they've been in the outdoor industry for over 50 years, and they are the premier supplier of authentic, innovative, and technologically advanced exploration apparel. For your footwear, equipment, accessories, they've got the best stuff. Now, their lightweight and weather-resistant flight series running gear is my absolute favorite. So, if if you're into trail running, if you're into desert running, if you're into just exploring our mountains, then these, this is the go-to gear. And it's designed to endure, engineered to help you through the heat, through heavy downpours, or whatever else comes your way so that you can run no matter what, every day, any weather, any terrain, and never stop exploring. If you'd like to check out their whole range, go to thenorthface.co.nz. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to Pushing the Limits, the podcast that gets deep into the psyche of extraordinary achievers across all genres, cutting to the chase to unlock the secrets of their success, their achievement, philosophies, and motivations. Join us in the quest to find out what makes the movers and shakers of our world tick and what gems and wisdom we can learn from them. Now, over to your host, Lisa Tamati. Well, hi everybody, it's Lisa Tamadi here from Pushing the Limits and welcome to the show once again. It's fantastic to have you with me. Um, today I'm going to be doing a little interview with my offsider at Running Hot Coaching, my business partner and great mate, Neil Wagstaff, exercise scientist, and we're going to be talking about why it is that some people can train and not get the results that they really deserve. So if you are hitting your head against the wall, if you're not knowing why you're not getting the results, listen into this podcast and we'll see you again shortly. Hey guys and girls, Neil Wagstaff and Lisa Tomty here from Running Hot Coaching. Um, this week on our weekly webinar, I want to spend a little bit of time talking about some, some health benefits that we think you should include in your weekly training. Um, and make sure that you are including them because in, in this day and age, and making sure that you've got longevity in your, in your running career, you need, you need the health benefits in there as well. Yeah, it's definitely, it's not just about collecting kilometers and miles is what we always say. It's about having a strong, healthy body so that you can actually perform well and that you can withstand the rigors of your training. You need to be healthy. Okay. So the two go hand in hand. So let's get straight into it, Neil. Perfect, mate. Perfect. Right. The reason we've come about this is what, is what, we're, what we're seeing is a lot of people who've been doing a similar program, who've been religiously following their training, have been very diligent with their training, and they're just not getting the results they want. So we've put together a little example for you here, and some of you at home may be able to resonate with this. So we've got two people. We've got Jenny and Jane. Now, both, um, both start their training, same program, love, both love the first session. Um, Jenny pulls up sore, but bring it on feeling good and um, Jane feeling, feeling pretty, pretty similar. Okay, now as I go through, three weeks in, feeling great, Jenny's got more energy, body's feeling firmer, Jane's starting to feel a bit of fatigue now, the fatigue's getting out of control, her gut is telling her I should, I should keep going, then it's telling her I should stop, she's tag teaming her training sessions with her PT and coach with her Cairo because the exercise hurting, and she's having to go and fix herself. So as we move through, we've got, 
Jenny has lost 2 kg, she's got toned arms, tummy's feeling flatter, can beat a 12-year-old son in a race. So it's gone well, it's gone to plan. Jane, on the other hand, has been just as diligent with her training, but has now put on 2 kg, her body's sore, and bottom line is, going, going, she's going to stop, stop exercise and stop training. Now, we're seeing a lot of this, a lot of people that are coming in and approaching us because they like our approach of, um, of our, uh, our holistic training and um, really covering every aspect of training and making sure we're taking that truly holistic approach. People are coming in with presenting like Jane is. And yeah. presenting exactly like Jane is. They've put on the 2kg, the body's sore, and they want to be able to have longevity in the sport. They want to be able to do a half marathon, a marathon, build up to longer distances, even starting with a 5k, but they, they feel they can't. We've now got the answer that you can. You've just got to be careful with how you do it. you agree, Lisa? Yeah, yeah totally. So in other words... You can have two people training exactly the same, doing exactly the same things, and they're going to get different results. Now, there's a number of reasons why this is happening. In other words, it's not just down to the actual training program. There's a number of other aspects that we're going to share with you now. One is being your genetics, your epigenetics, how they're expressing. We won't go too much in depth to that today because that's a complete another webinar. But the other side of the program is what sort of health sort of things are they bringing into the picture? How much stress? How much meditation, how much hydration, all of those sort of good things. And we're going to focus a little bit on meditation today as being one of those key aspects. And this might sound a little bit hairy-fairy, but uh, it's really not, is it, Neil? No, it's definitely, as we've got here on the slide, it's, it's definitely the missing link. It's, well, from our experience, people are exceptionally good at, at doing, doing their training. They're good at doing those bits, but they're trying to fit it into a very busy life. They're trying to fit it into a busy work schedule, looking after the kids, looking after the family. It just becomes another stress on top of all the other stresses that they've got. The response from their body is exactly what we were seeing previously um, with just getting to the point where they're not getting, not getting the results they want anymore, pulling up sore, pulling up tired. So this, I love this quote, Lisa. You should sit in meditation for 20 minutes a day. Unless you're too busy, then you should sit for an hour. So yeah. most of us will say, when we suggest this to people, I haven't got time, I haven't got time, got to get my run in. In some cases, it's more important to be focusing on things like this and looking after your mental, emotional health than it is to go out and do the run. So what yeah, we're going to... I've really struggled with this over the years. Like sitting quietly in a meditative state is for me very, very hard. I'm, a, I'm an active meditator, what I call. So it doesn't have to be like this little boy here actually sitting in a meditative state your meditation might be slightly different it might look slightly different if you really struggle with that quiet sitting thing that's one way of meditating that's a very good way of doing it but it could also be sitting in a park in nature and doing some deep breathing and just really trying to clear your thoughts or going for a walk or like my husband he he, he hops on the guitar and he just plays around on the guitar and that's his completely shut down from every other stress of the day focusing on something very simple something very repetitive and that, too, can be a meditation as well. So it doesn't have to be the, the little boy monk there sitting <laughs> 20 minutes a day. But it's the, 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 the saying here, the Zen saying, that if you're very, very stressed and you need to do it for longer. And you know, we all underestimate the, the negative side effects of too much stress. We all need a little bit of stress to get us activated, to get us motivated, and all of that. But most of us in this really crazy world that we now live in nowadays, um, have too high levels of constant stress and our body is in a, in a state of fight or flight all the time, isn't it, Neil? Correct. So what we want to be doing is, as Lisa said there, some mental emotional stress is useful. That challenge, you want that some parts of your life, that challenge allows you to grow, develop and get better. But too much, as Lisa has, has explained to you guys there, is 
too much mental emotional stress can have a de devastating effect on your health. So what we want to look at is making sure that you're, you're addressing it. So the art of mental control it, it is an art. So it is tough to sit down, to stop, yeah. to give yourself time. We think that everything else needs to come first. We think we fill everyone else's cup first before we fill ours. And effectively, it should be the other way around. We should make sure our cup's always full before we try and fill everyone else's because then we're going to do a better job for them. So yeah. what we I want to do... Know. They say, put, the, put your own oxygen mask exactly. on. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. So it's, we, want, we want to make sure the meditation, as Lisa said, we want to, we want to frame it in a way that it, you don't need to be sitting on top of a mountain, as we're asking that question down at the bottom of the slide here. You don't need to go up and sit on top of a mountain and spend a couple of hours out there doing that. If you've got the time to do it, great. For some of you, it's going to be getting out in nature and just going for a walk, enjoying the bush, enjoying the beach, enjoying the ocean. For some of you, as Lisa's example, it might be picking up a musical instrument. So some of you, the simple breath practice that we're going to show you now will be a perfect way to start. You've got to trial a few things, though, and see what works best for you. But the idea is that you're going to calm the nervous system, stimulate your parasympathetic nervous system. You're going to balance that flight or fight response so you're not con continuously um, battling with your, your sympathetic nervous system always been elevated. Um, and you, you're going to put yourself in a position where your body can truly relax. The idea then is that's when your body's going to start to recover, that's when it's going to start to really get some gains. So when you do go and train, your body's ready to do it. When you do go and run, your body's ready to do it, and it responds accordingly, and you get to where you want to be with your training. So if you look at the uh, asking that question, is three minutes a day enough? And answer the question, yes, three minutes a day is enough. So we're not asking you for a couple of hours a day. We're simply going to challenge you and ask you to just to give yourself that time to start with, if you're currently not doing it, three minutes a day. Yeah. And you can simply do that by following this process. Yeah, so this is the basic breath control practice, and there are lots of variations of, of different routines that you can use for your breathing. But what we're talking about here is diaphragmatic breathing. So most of us spend our lives breathing in the top third of our chest, okay? So we're, <laughs> we're going through life stressed out. We're, we're using the top third of our lungs. We're not using and connecting with our diaphragmatic or belly breathing. So what we want you to do in this, this exercise is to inhale through the nose because when you breathe in through the nose, that, that's connected much more to your diaphragm than if you're just breathing in through your mouth. Now, if you've got, like me, I often have uh, problems with my nose, but do your best to get in through the nasal uh, cavity and then we want to see your belly moving outwards. And so now I know that all you ladies and everyone's been told, suck your tummy in and keep it flat, right? <laughs> this is a case for no, let it hell hang out, okay? Let that, that belly go in and out because you want to be able to see that you're using the full capacity of your lungs. And to do that, you really need to use your diaphragm. So we're going to inhale very slowly in through the nose to a count of one, two, three, four. Then you're going to hold that for a couple of seconds and then exhale slowly to a count of one, two, three, four. Now, if you're a bit more advanced, you might want to do it, you know, to a count of eight. If you've got a nice deep lung capacity and you can do that, um, that's, that's up to you as to how many you want to count to. But the, the process, if you just do this for three minutes, that, that will seem like quite a long time, I'll tell you, when you're focusing on your breath. But afterwards, if you don't come away feeling like, oh, like I've just had a half hour massage, then I'll be damned because it really makes a difference. I do this if I'm getting into any sort of a stressful situation. I do a lot of speaking to thousands of people all around the country all the time and I'm always nervous and, and, and uptight before I go on stage. 
I go out the back and I, and I go into the loose or some private place and I do my deep breathing exercises and that really calms my nervous system down so that I can actually go and perform well and be a little bit more in control of my physiology. Neil, how do you use it on your daily? Yeah, I mean, great, great example there. Um, at least we've been able to do it anywhere. So me personally, I use it at different points throughout the day. So if I feel that, again, feeling overwhelmed in any way with the amount that needs to be done in the day, I use it, I sometimes use it when I'm when I'm at work, I sometimes use it so at work, people will chuck on me in the gym because I'll quite happily go down and lie down on one of our stretching mats and just spend a couple of minutes just focusing on the breath. Well encouraged and reason two reasons that I do that. One is it works and as you say, you get up afterwards and you're like I I feel re energized afterwards. And it also means that we, we can set the example to those around us that initially look and go, Has he gone mad? But then when they try it himself, they're like, Wow, this does does make a does make a difference. I often it find it's, with that thing in the gym, eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's great with um, it's great with the kids as well. Just it's I'll first to admit that you know being a parent is tough. Being a parent is is hard, and and both Sam, my wife, and I will will, will use this technique to to, to just, survive. Yeah, to survive basically to chill out when we need to, relax when we need to, um, and and it does have a real real positive effect. So use it and test it. Times where you may be feeling you're getting tense. Um, I, I like using after a workout as well. So I love using it at the end of a run. And will sometimes, if I'm going straight from um, a busy day into a run, um, pre-warm-up, I will use it as well because it's great for oxygenating the system. Yep. It's okay. making those changes. Those, those, yeah, flipping from being in work mode to training mode, back into relaxed mode, uh, all of those sort of good changes. Exactly. So for guys and girls, as you're, as you're watching, don't, don't just let it be information. As we always say, information's great, but it's only really useful if it's applied. So take it, apply it. We're asking for three minutes. Um, share, share your thoughts, share your progress. Let us know um, how you feel afterwards. But the bottom line is go give it a try now and share it with your friends and family. We'll yep. talk to you all soon. Okay. Thanks, guys. See you, Liz. of Pushing the Limits with your host, Lisa Tamati. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and share all this goodness with your networks so we can impact more lives with positive insights and inspiring conversations. And check us out online at www.lisatamati.co.nz.